Hi, I'm Christy Hurt, the founder of The Collab. We are a collective of brand professionals sharing our career stories. Every week, we pair up two members and they interview each other, so you'll get to hear one episode this week and one next week. You can join us too. Sign up at jointhecollab.com and then tell your story. Hi, I'm Sam Baker. I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana. I am an e-commerce marketer, and I have the pleasure today of interviewing my good friend and colleague, Jen White. Jen White is a branding expert that guides companies beyond surface-level branding to build mindshare and capture market share. She combines her background in fine art, expertise in consumer branding, and 20-plus years of entrepreneurial experience to shepherd brands to their most powerful market potential. She has worked with both public and private organizations across CPG and beauty, including Seed Beauty, Johnson & Johnson, Marquins Beauty Products, Sovos Brands, and international giants, including Bellcorp and AGE Group. From independent brands still in their early stages to mature multinational corporations, she helps organizations enhance brand stewardship and grow brand equity. Jen is based in Boston, Massachusetts, and she is here with me. And Jen, I am so excited to talk about your career path. Me too, Sam. (laughs) So I have, I've gotten to know you in the past six months, but we haven't really had a lot of time to talk about kind of your background, what got you to where you're at today. So we're going to go way, way back. We're going to start with where you grew up and what college you went to and what was your focus in college? Sure. So I'm a Northeast girl. I have lived in the Northeast for pretty much my whole life with the exception of a stint in Colorado and a larger stint in Los Angeles. But New England is where, you know, I call home. So I grew up actually in the stick woods of Vermont, and I was a really big dreamer. I did a lot of, you know, sort of playing by myself in the woods and making up friends and making forts and, you know, pretending that, you know, life was grand and and beautiful. And that imagination really has has been something that is has stuck with me my entire life. I'm just picturing you in just this like beautiful Vermont snowy like woodsy area with like a log cabin behind you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. In the woods, me and my dog, we would just go for little walks all day long. And yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, most of my friends were little fairies that, you know, lived in the woods. And I remember, you know, of course, like I do have that story of, you know, I walked a mile to school there and back. And I really think I did. (laughs) But I remember there was like this little tiny kind of bridge that I had to cross on our dirt road that, that I walked to to get the bus. And I was convinced that there was a troll living under this bridge. (laughs) I would have to psych myself up before I walked across the bridge every single day to get myself across. And I did it every day. I did it. But, but really that's how rich my imagination was. It was just always, you know, very vivid and really, really, really colorful. And so, you know, I ended up leveraging that and I went to Rhode Island School of Design, which is in Rhode Island, if you didn't know. (laughs) And I studied photography. And, you know, I think that 
well, when I was younger, I wasn't necessarily sure that, you know, I, I was going to become an artist or creative, you know, I just, I just had this sort of draw to, to always be making something and to always be thinking about how can I, you know, how can I make the things that I see in the world and how can I leverage, you know, my creativity to share with other people how I see the world. And so that really kind of pushed me to think about studying art. And then when I investigated it, I, I realized, of course, this is for me. I have to, I have to just go to art school. I think it's a big leap that, you know, is, is not a leap that everybody takes because it really does, you know, put you into a very specific career path. But for me, it was exactly right. It was exactly what I needed to do. So I studied photography and that was a really important thing for me. I just felt like photography was a way of showing people what you see in the world. And for me, my vision of the world was, again, so vivid. And it was just a way for me to, to really share that. And I love, I love being creative within a technical medium. And I think, Sam, that's why you and I get along so well, because you're very technical and I'm very creative. But together, we have that magic and power of the technical and art and science, I guess. Yeah, I think a lot of people think that when you combine art and science, it's kind of like clash. There's like a some sort of clash there. But I think like it, it there is some there's serious beauty and power that comes from those two those two worlds kind of coming together. And I think there's like an openness that really has to be there for that. Totally. And and I get really excited, you know, when <laughs> when I do start to get creative in those technical mediums. One of my one of my last last classes that I took at RISD, you know, was just HTML. I mean, it was Dreamweaver. And <laughs> I remember thinking to myself, like, oh my God, like this is so technical, but like it's so exciting at the same time because there is just so many limitations, but then that those limitations push you for to to be the most creative that you can be. So it was fun. So you went to art school. Yep. What did your path look like from, you know, graduating art school till now? How'd you get how'd you get to where you are now? So it's been an incredibly linear progression. I graduated art school in 2001 and I had big dreams because I I had just taken this Dreamweaver class and also a Flash class. I don't know if you remember Flash. I do. And I thought I was very marketable. So, more so than my friends who had, you know, taken pattern making and dressmaking, you know, I was like, I got this. This is the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to get a really great job at Blue Fly. Do you remember that that online one of the first like online clothing stores? I don't. Tell me tell me about Blue Fly. It was just, you know, one of these stores kind of like a Revolve or a Shopbop, right? That just sold women's clothing. And really it was I mean this was the dawn of the internet, 2001, my senior year in college. I decided I was buying a car off of eBay. <laughs> so I was like one of the first like young 
e-commerce users. Mm-hmm. Then this is like back when they're when everyone was like, don't put your credit card information on the internet. Totally. Totally. So I bought the car and did not tell my father. <laughs> uh-huh. And it came on a truck from California. And oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, it showed up and I, I I loved it. It was a 1971 Volkswagen Squareback and it was the cutest thing I had ever seen. So anyway, I was a dot-com user and I was going to get a job in the dot-com world. And so I had these big plans, And but first I wanted to travel and see the world a little bit. So I was saving up money and you know getting ready to go on a big trip with my then boyfriend, now husband. And September 11th happened and we were grounded. We were like, okay, this is a very odd time. And so we ended up just sticking close and watching the dot-com bubble just totally burst. So I decided instead to, you know, just make websites on my own. And I moved into my husband's parents' garage and started making like little websites you know, for people in a very small rural town in Vermont. And so, you know, going from there, making little websites for for little businesses, I really started to, you know, just kind of like get into a freelance groove. And over the last 20 years, that freelance groove turned into a very robust consulting strategy branding business that has, you know, been instrumental in building very influential brands, both internationally and nationally. You know, I've never worked for anyone. <laughs> I've only worked for myself. And it's it's been just a, a whole journey of continuing to build on what I had learned from clients in the past being very curious about, you know, what what I was doing well and what I was not doing well and learning how to level up and evolve all of the skills that I had and and really just being critical of, you know, not just not just saying, "Yep, let's do that because we always do that," but saying like, "Why? Why are we doing that and how can we do that better?" So you know, there, there's been a lot of clients that I've learned a lot from along the way. And I feel like every client that I have just shows me a, a new side of, of how to think about the world and business. I have always been so impressed that you went from school to some travel and then directly into consulting freelance. I think that's really, really rare from my perspective, from what I see in the space because I think it's tough. What do you think? Is there a personality trait that made this possible for you? Is it, what do you think? Why do you think you've been so successful in doing that? Because a lot of people truly, I feel like would, would quit a few years in. A hundred percent. I have, I have mentored people to have a similar confidence and just, you know, assuredness about them that I do. And I think that's really what has made me so successful. You know, I think one one of my friends and colleagues told me recently, she goes, you know, you just, do you just, you just know what to do. You walk in and you have the confidence and you say it. And, you know, I think that's really where I have always shined. And I, I really try to help, you know, the, the people around me have a similar 
confidence because, you know, I'm not always right, (laughs) but I'm, I'm, I'm always, I'm always confident in, you know, where my thinking is and where I'm coming from, but I'm also humble. And, you know, I, I say, okay, you know, I, I don't know what you know. So let me hear, you know, your perspective. And I always confident when I don't know what's going on and I speak up and I say, Hey, I don't know what you're talking about. Can you explain that to me? And I think that a lot of people are really timid when they don't know what's going on to raise their hand and say, Hey, I need, I need, I, I need an explanation here for me. I just, I just ask away. Would you have done anything different looking back? Well, I had, I had a mentor that I worked with for a while when I was very young, who was an agency person. Cause I knew I wanted to build an agency. I didn't just want to, you know, be a freelance person. And she looked at me point blank and was like, I do not recommend anybody to do what you did. <laughs> I was like, thanks. I guess I did it. So <laughs> we can't really go back. That's such a testament to your personality. I hope that's coming coming through. It's not that I I don't think that any any woman could do that. I think any woman could do this. I think that that confidence comes so naturally to you. And it, it is so inspiring to me. And I just hope that people who are listening to this, are, that's the takeaway. Not that, not that only you or only a very few number of women can do this, but rather you believed in yourself. You had that confidence and you made it happen. Yeah. And I think that where that confidence came from is going back to my original skill. Like I have always been, you know, a, a, I painted a picture of my future and it was incredibly vivid. I imagined it, you know, very, very, very richly. And I knew that's how I was, you know, I, I, I knew how to get there because I was able to sort of like imagine that. And so when I walked in the door, you know, I, I, I knew that I was like, okay, I have to be confident in this situation because I'm making this picture that I've already imagined in my head and that's where we're going. So, so yeah, I mean, I think that it's, it's just, you know, realizing that the, the path is, the path is there if you have a destination and, you know, I've always been pretty, pretty on the path. (laughs) And Jen, I have to say that I've seen you kind of hold, I've seen you workshop new projects with clients and it's not just the confident because I think when you say confidence just be confident you can sometimes think like maybe maybe there's not like the expertise behind that confidence that's not what we're saying at all I've seen you come into a room and be so confident that you're able to get then the clients to have their own confidence and that's really when magic happens because your expertise and confidence is really like transferring to them. And then you see this like collaborative magic happen. And I feel like that's the core of your business. Can you, can you speak a little bit to that? Well, I think some of the best advice that I ever received as, as a leader was I had a great mentor who I've worked with for many years, who I still work with. And I remember we were getting ready to go into one of these workshops and she looked at my 
junior person who was on the account with me. And she said to the junior person, you have a rare opportunity here to soak up as much as you can from Jen and, you know, just, just listen and, and learn. And, and what that made me realize is that, you know, it, it's not really about me. It's about helping other people learn and helping other people be open and helping other people to feel that confidence. And, and I think that was such a powerful thing that it's, I, I don't like shining a spotlight on me. Actually, these kinds of things make me really uncomfortable. But, you know, I, I think that, that where, where the magic happens, exactly like what you said, is when you can collectively all feel elevated, aligned, and, and confident. Mm-hmm. Jen, what's next for you? You have done so much in the past 25 years. I'm so excited to hear what's coming up. Oh my gosh. I mean, in the near future, you know, I'm really excited to help organizations really find their their true purpose and and how that purpose can help impact our world, mostly for the better. That's really what I'm really looking to 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 do moving forward. I'm not interested in, you know, just just helping people with their bottom line. I really want to, you know, help people figure out how they can be better corporate citizens and how we can impact the world positively together. So outside of that, you know, if I were to sort of like close the chapter on this career, which uh, eventually I will, you know, I I really do want to go back to being an artist. You know, my my true passion is is working with my hands and making really, you know, expressions of of what I see in my head and what I see in in nature and and the world. So, you know, when I'm when I'm an old granny, you'll find me, you know, at my potter's wheel making something very very, you know, weird and organic and fun. Back in the woods of Vermont maybe. Back in the you know, in my log cabin which you know I have. <laughs> That's where you'll find me. Yeah. Jen, it has been an absolute pleasure getting to know you better through this episode. And I, I've had so much fun interviewing you. Yeah. Same, Sam. Thanks so much for the time. Thanks so much for being here for the Collab Career Stories podcast. Please follow us on social media at Join the Collab and sign up to become a member and share your story at jointhecollab.com. Thank you.